Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, front baseline. In my vagina. Buck Bagwell is what created the front baseline. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Buck Bagwell is who is front baseline. Don't fucking question me. Front baseline can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the man who will get his comeuppance this Saturday when we go to that wrestling show to see Just Incredible face-to-face. It's Vinny. What up, everybody? What's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you today? Uh, you know, tired, as usual. Yeah, but I'm surprised. Other than that, not bad. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about since last week. We had a lot to talk about. And we just released that episode, and now we have a lot more to talk about oh. this week. Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot happens in uh, seven days in the wrestling world. We might have to go to our backup plan tonight. Our backup plan is something we talked about a couple weeks ago when we did Bash at the Beach 95. It's SummerSlam 95. One of Vinny's favorite taglines, face heat. the heat. Face the heat. heat. Face. 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 Face and heat. Face the heat. Face yeah. heat. Face. That's actually perfect how face and heat worked out in this one. Face and heat. Face the heat. Are you having a stroke right now? What are you One of the things I I read today that I wanted to talk to you is that WWE is is interested in re-signing FTR. All right. Why? Well, because now they've gained popularity. They're popular there. Yeah, but now they've gained more popularity. Now, if you think about it, though, it kind of makes Vince almost a genius. And bear with me here, all right? Bearing. He lets he, he has Cody. Cody was somewhat popular. He lets Cody go. Cody goes out, becomes a huge name. Whether or not you like him or hate him, he becomes a huge name. He brings him back. Okay. MJF, huge name. He They want to sign him. FTR, he lets him go. They, be, they be, get bigger. Now he wants to bring them back. What Vince McMahon is doing is letting them do all the work and then he's just vulturing their fans. It's almost genius. But I don't think at that point he's going to vulture their fans because people aren't. They, you've seen the reaction from AEW fans when Cody left. They want to fucking burn him in ta- you know the town square. You know he's a traitor. He, fuck him. He's WWE. Fuck him. His gimmick. He's using an AEW gimmick. It, it's not like they're transitioning over to WWE's product. I don't think. I don't think the hardcore fans. No, they're not. But I'm talking about the casual fan that tunes in every week because they like Cody or they like CM Punk or FTR, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's just like back in the day when the guy would jump ship from WWE to WCW. The casual fan, not people like us, the casual fan, they jump ship too because they wanted to watch Hogan and Nash and Hall and all these guys, just like they jump ship when Jericho went to WWE. I think I think it comes to like how we 
with CM Punk went to AEW, and we're like, well, we want to see what it's about. And then we went there, and I'm like, we're both like, well, we don't really fucking care. And then just go back to watching WWE. I, I think that will be more the idea. I understand where you're coming from, and that may be the ultimate idea. I don't think with certain people it's going to be – it's going to translate well. Like, FTR I think is good, but they will never translate to me as being superstars in WWE. They'll never do it. I don't think so either. I mean, Cody could be basically because of name and what he's done for himself, exposure-wise, you know, being on – the TV shows too on TBS and TNT. You know, he's like uh, a larger than life wrestling personality now compared to, you know, fucking like MJF. He's huge in AEW. Everyone loves him. He might go to WWE and get lost in the shuffle. They're, they're, the thing with AEW, and they do have a lot of talent, but they don't have a lot of top tier talent. If you're if you're understanding what I'm saying, like so, I know, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so you'll have a lot of guys that are hovering in that. To me, B minus, C plus, you know, just enough to make the honor roll or just missing the honor roll type of wrestler. But you have in WWE, you look and you have fucking 10, 15 A guys that you can make. All right, right off the top of my head, we're gonna say Roman Reigns, A, Seth Rollins. A, Drew McIntyre, love him or hate him. A, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Edge. You know that's six right there, and you can argue Kevin Owens seven. You have a lot of main event guys. That Randy Orton eight. Uh, you can I just mean Brock Lesnar. He's still signed Brock Lesner, for a while. Brock Lesnar nine. You you could just keep going. If I look at AEW, I could be like, all right, is Hangman Page really A caliber? No. Is Adam Cole, and I love Adam Cole, is he really A caliber? They're not using him right. Right. You could argue CM Punk, he's past his prime. He's, Moxley, is he A caliber? Moxley was always the worst Shield member to me. You know, he was the least talented member of the Shield. It was Rollins to me, then Reigns, then Moxley. No, I agree. Uh, then you have MJF. I don't find him to be a great wrestler. Right? He's, he's not. He's absolutely he, not a great wrestler. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's a mid Brian Danielson. I don't you I know you used to like him. I don't really consider him a great wrestler. I he, think he's very good at telling the underdog story, and that's it. I don't see anybody that's really except maybe Jericho that's like hey, and he's you know 50 years old. Like, and uh, you know, maybe I'm a Sammy Guevara mark. I think he could be an A type of guy. I, I like I like Sammy Guevara. I, he's one of the few guys there that I actually think. They're using properly. I think Pentagon too is a, a very good, you know, wrestler. There's a couple other guys that are very good. I think that uh, Jungle Boy could be really good. He's a little on the smaller side, but you could tell like the way he works, he could be a good champion. Like you could say, like he's going to be that baby face champion that everybody loves. You know, like he's a be Kofi under- Kingston. Yeah, he's going to be the underdog, the smaller guy, but he he works hard. He can he does these crazy moves and. You know, you could see, and he's got a personality that makes him likable. But you have that. It's a dime a dozen in WWE. AEW, I really don't think that they, and that's the reason why, like it or not, you can say, oh, WWE has been around for fucking 40 years. There was a time they lost to WCW. 83 weeks. There's a very long time. And WCW wasn't shit. They have all their talent. They, you know, beat them a couple times. AEW can't break a million, a million viewers. They don't 
break a million viewers, not because people don't want to watch it. It's because the talent isn't there. You're doing spots. It's spots and your storytelling is shit. You can talk about long-term storytelling. Awesome. You know the fucking attention span of a human being? 30 seconds. That's why TikTok is so popular. Yeah, it's not long. That's why Steve Jobs said about the iPhone, I made one button because people are idiots. Yeah. You're not going to sit there and a year later I'm going to be like, oh, I remember when Hangman Page clotheslined fucking Kenny Omega. Yeah, I guess you could argue Kenny Omega is an A-star. I don't like him. But I, I guess you can make that argument because people love him everywhere. But, I mean, it's funny that you bring that up because the, the attention span because Evan Roberts and Vince Russo on this show, two well-respected wrestling minds and sports minds, both said the same exact thing. The yeah. attention span of the normal person is a fucking is a 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's a blip. And then you're so, on to the next thing, especially in the world of technology. You know, back, like, you can see now, <clears throat> me and you go and watch it, even here on the podcast, or me and you are, are watching a TV show. Hey, come over, let's watch let's watch a movie and, and fuck, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, we're sitting there and we watch a movie within five, ten minutes, we're picking up our phone, we're looking at Facebook, we're looking at the news, we're looking at a text message. Not that we're be very engaged in the phone, but we can't just sit there and like focus on one thing anymore, especially today. Yeah. There's so much going around us. We're like cats with uh, laser pointers. No, but yeah, I agree with that 100% because, you know, that, you know, everybody, oh, blah, 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 only had the belt for two weeks and then he lost it. And now blah, 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 had the belt. Yeah, but then you look at Roman Reigns and the Usos and RK Bro, like they've had the belts. For a very long time. Yeah. And they've had it for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, maybe not so much RK Bro, but still, I mean, they, you know, they've had it a few times and they're yeah. always in the main event. But they take their big stars, the ones that you want to see, yeah. and you put them in the long term. Like, AEW, it seems like every story is, is a long-term long term? story. Yeah. Except the Scorpio Sky. <laughs> Why, what happened with Scorpio Sky? He lost the fucking uh, TNT championship already because he sucks. He's fucking terrible. He lost it back to Sammy Guevara. Well, good. Yeah. Sammy Guevara should be a champion. Right, I agree. He shouldn't be like Keith Lee and Swerve Sky, or Swerve whatever the fuck his name is. Scott. 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 And uh, that suplex machine they signed, who are on AEW Dark again. Yeah. They just signed Swerve. He's on AEW Dark already. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just... I, and I know there's people that are going to disagree with me and a lot of our friends in the podcast uh, League of Extraordinary Idiots are going to disagree with me. Well, that's fine, because they love AEW, and AEW could do nothing wrong. But we've had we've made the argument, we made a very solid argument time and time again, why... AEW maybe is not terrible. It I think it's mismanaged, like the Jacksonville Jaguars are by uh, you know um, Tony Khan. I've always said since the Vince Russo episode, I said that Tony Khan was uh, Ash Ketchum and he's just catching Pokemon. It's more about being. It's more about chainsaw. Being, like you've seen the Avengers. Remember when they go the Guardians of the Galaxy go to the Collector and it's all the fucking heroes that are in in glass boxes. Yeah. Tony Khan is collecting people like I collected baseball cards. He doesn't give a fuck about whether they're they're wrestling and he, to give them titles and and recognition. He don't care about that. He is, and it sounds really awful. He owns you now. Like he's doing it to own you. Like look look what collection I got. Oh, I just got the Samoa Joe. 
I got, and it's like, that's how I feel Tony Khan's ownership is. Yeah, I agree. It's it's for somebody who doesn't know, like somebody may, like you know, ten years ago when we were kind of casually watching wrestling and we went, oh, I wonder what the roster looks like. And you go on WWE's website, you look at the current stars, you look at AEW's roster, and you go, oh shit, they, he's got this one, he's got this one, he's got this one, and then you tune into the product, yeah, and you go, well, I haven't seen Ruby Riot in 185 days, and yeah. then they put her on Rampage on Friday. Why? Right. There's no point. It Ruby Riot, and then you know Tony Storm just premiered. She's gonna be gone. She's on dark. She's on dark too. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't want to hate AEW. I really don't because I think there should be some healthy competition. I do, but the way that they make it, and it's like today in politics, right? So everything is, everything is like it's a war, no matter what. Like you know. Oh, you like a you like WWE? Oh, fuck you! WWE sucks. I, I AEW same same thing. Like I want to like AEW, and I don't think that they have bad ideas. I don't think that they have like shit talent. I just think it's very mismanaged the way that they do it, and it's like he gives all the and I guess he's kind of smart where he gives all these people that are AEW fans because let's face it, AEW is the new kid on the block, right? Yes. We happen to be older and we remember things in school and they still happen to say called fads and trends and all that, right? You want to be the first one on it so you can be like, well, I like them when they first started and look at me. I'm different. I like AEW. Fuck WWE. Fuck the man. You know, fuck the status quo kind of shit. Like ECW, when ECW came out, we were like, oh, fuck yeah, ECW. Fuck WWE. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. And eventually it gets to the point where it gets to the mainstream. You go, I liked it back when it was on MSG at 3 o'clock in the morning and Raven would fight Tommy Dreamer. And yeah. I was like, that's Johnny Polo. The one thing about wrestling, and I've said this for however many years, wrestling fans are the fucking worst. Yes. Sports fans in general, but wrestling fans especially, because yeah. on Sunday afternoon in the fall and the winter, you watch football. Your team comes on at four, but you're watching all the one o'clock games. Yeah. You're watching your team at four, and then you're watching the Sunday night Eight game, the Monday night game, Thursday and, night game, and the Thursday night game because you love football, right? But you can't. You can do that with wrestling, but you can't talk to somebody about that because if you talk to somebody like, "Oh, dude, did you see that one o'clock game between you know uh, Titans and the Texans? It was a fucking great game, and you know this, that, and the other oh, thing." Yeah, suck. Yeah, but. You could be like, oh, yeah, I don't like the Titans, but, yeah, I love that fucking wide receiver or whatever. Yeah. You go, you say to a wrestling fan, oh, man, I watched Raw, and then I watched uh, NXT, and then, you know, on Wednesday I watched uh, Dynamite, and everybody, oh, you watch fucking WWE? That shit's fucking terrible. I can't believe you watched that. You can't – they're not seeing the forest for the trees. They're just – they want to examine – it's like just be a fan of wrestling. You don't right. have to know – we said it last week. You don't have to know everything about it. You could just right. be a fan of wrestling. Yeah, and that's to, to uh, your point. I believe I, I probably watch a l- little bit more AEW than you do. Um, yes. But I don't watch it. To, I don't know like a lot of the storylines that are going on. I mean, from what I – unless I read it. But there'll be a match here or there that I'll catch. I'm like, oh, well, I like Sammy Guevara. I love Jade Cargill. I do enjoy still watching the Hardy Boys even though – you know, they're not the Hardy Boys of old. 
I do like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. There, there's people that I like watching, and I'll be like, oh, that was a good match. And then there's matches, like they say, every match that CM Punk wrestles in is match of the year. Every fucking match that CM Punk wrestles in is match of the year. The guy can't do a fucking Hurricane Rana. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, saw that. I saw that clip. That was fucking terrible. He's not CM Punk of old. Let's stop pretending that he is or ever will be. They want to make him a champ just to say he, you know, they're just, it's not, it does, he doesn't translate well into that company. No. Especially after being gone for five years or whatever, however long it was. But I do will be like, oh, yeah, that was a good match. Or, you know, I don't like the product whole, but I like the match. And then I'll trash WWE like I'm going to do in about five minutes. So. Yeah, and that's that's the point. Like, you know, our friends in the in the league here, you know, they'll say when they don't like something in AEW, even though most of them are AEW fans, and I respect yeah. that. It's yeah. the people that, the ones that I'm always talking about are the ones that, you know, nothing, AEW does nothing wrong. And, oh, maybe yeah. WWE had a good match, but for the most part, their product's terrible, and they fucking suck, and they don't know. And I just saw, I think Devin from Clark Street just posted this on Facebook. And I agreed 100%. He said, you know, they're pushing young talent. Madcap Moss won the Battle Royal. Theory won the United States Championship last night. And they always say, oh, WWE doesn't know how to push young talent. Now they're pushing young talent, but because it's not the young talent you want them to push, you're pissed about it. Like, make up your fucking mind. Like, what do you want them to do? Or what's what's the other argument they have? Like, oh, Cody Rhodes. I love Cody. I love Cody. I love Cody. Goes to WWE. Fucking traitor, piece of shit. He sucks. He was never good. You know, like, and and then you had uh, the other point was, besides the young talent. Remember when the seven foot fucking basketball player came out on AEW at the end last week? The Indian guy. Yeah, they trash, fucking almost, and all this shit. And and I don't like almost, but they trash almost. They trash like oh. WWE always tries to use people that are other in other sports and try to uh, convert them to being like a big deal. And you're like, bro, you took the same guy that, and to try to do the same thing. Almost was a basketball player. So what's Tony Khan do? I'm going to take a basketball player and make him a fucking monster and he's going to suck. And, but they're like, oh, well, yay, we're going to cheer for him. I mean, they did boo him a lot of them, but it was like, now you realize it's not so different. Like everybody, like there's shit that sucks and there's shit that's good, but you can't be hypocritical about it and be like, oh well, it's all it's good because it's AEW, but when it's WWE, it sucks. Like nobody, yeah. nobody talks about what happened to Big Show, Mark Henry, fucking all these people. Yeah. Ruby Ryder was a mid card. I liked her, but she wasn't fucking something phenomenal. She was good. I you know they before they brought up like, oh yeah, Ruby Solo, she's gonna be fucking amazing. I love her. You love her? Really? Yeah, really? If you loved her that much, why weren't you buying her merch in WWE and keeping her there? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just... Uh, and yeah. it's, anyway. it, it's funny, too, because the, the next thing I wanted to bring up real quick is I know you have shit that uh, you wanted to talk about. There was this video I watched. Somebody posted. It was Nick Khan versus Tony Khan, and it was just the two different points of view, the WWE point of view versus the AEW point the of view. The Khans. It was... How each company takes responsibility for bad storylines or bad uh, episodes, and Fuck. it was very recent interviews with both of them, right. and they showed Nick Khan and Nick, and it was two, you know obviously two separate interviews. 
But they they show Nick Khan and he says, um, anything bad that happens, I want to take the blame for it because I don't want the people that are out there writing the storylines and doing the hard work and the grind and the labor to get blamed for something that people didn't like. If it was a good uh, gimmick or story or or match or whatever, he goes, I don't want anything to do with it. If it's bad, bl- blame me because I don't yeah. want the heat. I don't want the heat on them. And right. then it was Tony Khan saying, "Well, you know, uh, people weren't understanding why the I don't know what he was referencing, but he's like the people weren't understanding why the lights went out at the end of the episode. And you know, I listen to everybody around me, and when a thirty-year veteran says we should." Do something like turning the lights out, and I think I look at only the pros of it, not the cons and cons. And you know, uh, there's there's ten other people in the room, and not one person says to me that's a bad idea. You know, I think somebody probably should have said something to me about that. It's like okay, so you're deferring yeah. the blame yeah. as opposed to the con who's taking the blame and wants yeah. the blame. Well, he also thinks Russian bots are haters, so that's true. I think that Tony Khan should become a. Uh, commissioner type role and be a complete jerk off and then or like something happens where they beat him up and then he's got to come back and he puts himself in some stable and the pay-per-view is called AEW Wrath of Khan. So you want him to become Mr. McMahon yes and start to start the corporation yes but Wrath of Khan I you know the Wrath of Khan thing I actually really like <laughs> so uh, there's something that I really, really wanted to talk about. It's something very serious. It really bothered me. And we're going to get serious for a second. I don't know if I like serious, Vinny, but let's go. Face. Yeah, I heard about that. Face. Face. So the guy who was formerly known as Mace in Retribution, that shit, that was the worst. That was a worse. Stable than fucking League of Nations, by the way. And the fucking, uh, what was, uh, Adam Cole's one? Oh, the, the Rosebuds. No, not them. The four of them. Uh, Heath Slater. Adam Cole's one? No, not Adam Cole. Adam Rose. Oh, that, uh, that, he was in League of Nations, wasn't he? No. Oh, the, oh, God, what the fuck were they called? Like, uh, it was Bo, it was Bo Dallas, it was him, it was Heath Slater. And Curtis Axel. And Curtis Axel was like, you know, they unused talent or something like that. Yeah, I forget what they're all. But anyway, I digress. Mace, who was in Retribution, he just wear a fucking like Bane mask or some shit. He comes out. LA Knight, who is a great wrestler, great in NXT. Now they're just going to relegate him to management, I think. And he introduces Mace, who's got a completely different makeover. And now. He said, you know him as Mace, but he is now called Face. I'm going to repeat that. Repeat it. Face. Face. Like, facha. Well, right off the bat, I think LA Knight is hurt. Okay. And they're bringing him up to the main roster. I think I read that somewhere. I might be wrong. I'm usually not. And it, he's starting a stable. It's it's like well, Knight's modeling, well, Knight's modeling, ag- modeling agency. Obviously, Vince McMahon likes Mace, and so and he model. wants to keep, and, and, mod, and he wants to keep him. So he's trying to figure out a, an angle for him. But you know, did you read why Vince McMahon changes people's names? This just came out this past week. 
I heard he likes it to be simple, like one name. It's that, but there's another reason. He actually came out and made a statement and said why he's been changing everybody's name. Hate. Face. Hate. Casey Cataranzo is now Katana Chabord or some shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Sanchez Rodriguez. He, well, he came out and said he changes the name for two reasons. One, because he doesn't want anyone, unless they're an established star coming into the company, like a Kevin Owens. He do, yeah, he doesn't want them coming in with their indie name in case they leave. He doesn't want the recognition. Right, he doesn't want them to go somewhere else and them to have their name like be known by WWE. Yes, and so the other... And the other reason was he doesn't want them to be using any form of their real name. Okay. Like, not any form. Like, he doesn't want them to use their real last names. He doesn't want them to use, if they're using a fake last name, like Theory. The re- People thought, apparently, because uh, Austin Theory fought Steve Austin, that that's why they changed the, the – but apparently Austin is his first name, so he doesn't want him to Gunther! use his first name. So I, I can I can kind of see both points. I think it's stupid, but I can kind of the the indie the indie wrestler name. I can see he said anybody who's in uh, NXT that's established, he's probably not going to change their name or anybody that's been brought up already. Great, Butch Ludwig Kaiser. Walter is his real name. Yeah. So Gunther Ezekiel. That I fucking love that. I, I did you watch Raw last night? Yeah, I heard he got a lie detector and shit, and he was proved, said that he was telling the truth. Yeah, he passed it, and like it's, <laughs> and they kept showing that camera angle where they show the the Titantron, and you think somebody's gonna come out, and the whole time I thought you were gonna hear the little guitar strum, and it was gonna be Elias on the screen because I had this thing in my head, yeah. and they may still do it, that they pre-recorded a video with Elias, yeah, with the beard, and. At some point, that you're going to hear the guitar strum, and Elias is going to come on the screen and give this message like, "Hey, stop picking on my younger brother." Blah blah. blah. Either that, or it's going to actually come out that this is a different guy <laughs> because Kevin Owens is playing it so perfectly. Yeah. That'd be great if it was a different. If it was his younger brother, how fucking fantastic would that be? That would be the greatest storyline ever. <laughs> Because, I mean, if it's still him, like, they shaved the beard, they waxed his chest, yeah. he's got the same body, obviously, and his hair is cut there. But if it turns out that that's actually his younger brother or his <laughs> twin brother, that's the greatest twist in wrestling yeah. that I can yeah. think of in the last 10 years. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Don't fuck it up, though. But yeah. I just want to Mace. Face. Face. That's the That's awful. There's only one other way they can redeem this. If they take everybody to the stable and there's like neck, teeth, chest, quads, like everybody's just a body part. I thought you were going to say if it was like mace or face, grace, case, no, laser, taser, blazer. No, I think it should be uh, just different names of body parts. Glutes. Glutes. <laughs> he could glutes. Be, he could be German. Glutes. Here's our newest member. Glutes. Glutes and pecs and cankles. Cankles. Cheers. Taint. I would for a wrestler that was called Taint. I would buy a Taint shirt. <laughs> taint. 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 They could get There's down your, on it. 
there's your chant right there. Just so SummerSlam '95. Real quick, we went. We've talked about this one before. August 27th, 1995, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Civic Arena. The attendance was 18,062. And the capacity is, over, well, it's over capacity, so they actually fucking overbooked the arena, which is kind of funny. Ooh, white snipe. The matches, and not every, everybody remembers this pay-per-view for the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon follow-up to WrestleMania 10, And this was another amazing ladder match. Matches Hakushi versus the one, two, three kid. Haku. Hakushi. Transgender Haku. No, no, just Hakushi. He was that Japanese dude with all the shit out written down yeah, on him and he walked across that. the road. Yeah. I'm yeah, so going through the matches because we're covering it now. He did, cool. he did high school. Yes. Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Bob Holly. The Smoking Guns versus the Blue Brothers. One of the matches I definitely want to watch, which is the third longest match on the whole card at 11 minutes. Okay. Barry Horowitz versus Skip. Skip, Zip, Skip and uh, the Body Donnas? Yes, it was just when it was just Skip, though. Okay. Wasn't Skip or some shit? No, Skip was is Chris Candido. Oh, I'm thinking Zip was Chris Candido. Uh, Bertha Faye versus Alundra Blaze for the WWE Women's Championship. Okay. Undertaker versus Kama in a casket match. Kama, 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 Kama. That was Yama, 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 Yama. But you know what? I don't care. I do things uh, my own way. I make my own rules. A match we have to watch. It's Bret Hart versus Isaac Yankum DDS. In a tooth-for-tooth tooth match. Uh, then you have Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon Kane. in a ladder match. Kane. Yeah, I'm changing Kane's name now to be in LA Knight's stable to be Maine. Why don't, wouldn't it be lame? Maine. Oh, like hair. hair. Yeah, Maine. 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 It's Maine! It's Maine! Oh my god, it's Maine! Oh my Look god, it's Maine! Those fiery locks. Hair fire, hair fire and brimstone. <laughs> Hair dryers and brimstones. <laughs> and brimstones? Yeah. Hair dryers and pomace stones. It's Maine. <laughs> so Maine, Maine and face. Uh, then you have uh, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon in that ladder match follow up, which was an amazing match. Right. And then, of course, the main event Diesel versus King Mabel for the WWE Championship. Battle of the Big Men. This so, is most men on a mission, Mabel. This oh, this is he still has Sir Mo with him, but Oscar's gone. Oscar's out. Oscar's out. Fuck you, Oscar. But he got he should have been Jester Oscar. He's still wearing he's still wearing like that that gold and purple parachute. Yes, but now he has his hair black as opposed to the blonde. Oh, okay. He wasn't a golden lord anymore, Meteor Man. Did we talk about the other stable that we thought about yesterday? What's the other? St- oh, the oh no, we didn't talk about this stable. Missed opportunity. Absolutely huge missed opportunity. Could have ran with it. Bill Goldberg, Barry Horowitz, Erwin R. Scheister, David Arquette, Cole Cabana, MJF. MJF. He would be the third. Yeah, MJF, Bill Goldberg, Barry Horowitz could be. Uh, Paul Heyman could be the manager. Oh, Billy Kidman. There'd be a lot. But we would call them the Jew Day. 
And they could come out to Hava Nagila. And they could spin tops instead of trombones. And they could throw out potato pancakes. <laughs> Lockers. Lockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lakewood, New Jersey. <laughs> Are you ready to feel the power, oi? <laughs> it's a juke day. Yes, it is. It's not Saturday because we can't do anything. They always come out carrying one of their members in a chair. That would be a great stable. They're throwing out potato pancakes and latkes. <laughs> Sorry. They're coming out with this big stack of potato pancakes. And fucking applesauce. <laughs> so those were all the matches. So what happens? Well, we watch it now because apparently he's not <laughs> fucking showing up. Judy? Judy! <laughs> so I I think we definitely have to watch the Barry Horowitz match. I've never seen Barry Horowitz win a match. Yeah, that's incredible. What number is that? That's 11 minutes, you said? Yeah. Holy fuck. By the way, uh, Sunny. Yeah, she's also like arrested again. Uh, she's getting sued. Her and her boyfriend are getting sued by the family of the driver she killed. Oh, she killed somebody? Yeah. I thought she just hit them. Trump driver. No, I, th- I think they fucking died. Really? She's a murderer? Stridex Pads presents SummerSlam. I remember thinking she was so hot, but like she was so annoying on the mic. Yeah. The body. What does the body Donalds even mean? Like, they're... Perfect specimens. Like Adonis, but like body Donis. Did she do Playboy or no? I don't know if she did uh Playboy, but she did porn, obviously. Well, well now she did. She called him Barry Horrible Woods. Boo! Oh, that's real funny. Murderer! Hopefully you don't kill somebody in a car in 30 years. I've never seen a Barry Horowitz entrance before because he's always just been in the ring. Holly Nagia! Is that what he's coming out to? Yes! Oh my god, he's coming out to Holly Nagia! He's gotta be the he's gotta be the head of the stable. Yeah. No, he's coming out with like a fucking house on fire. He used to he come some... out with the sparkle jacket with the handprint on the yeah. back. He needs some uh, fashion tape. He he's looking like Madcap Moss right now with his outfit. Yeah, with the suspenders. Oh, just broke. Oh, he just took the suspenders down. Yeah, but they're still hanging off his ass. Barry Horowitz, the man who thinks he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Jim Cornette think- also thinks that, too. Actually, so does Bret Hart. Fuck him. Bret Hart thinks that Barry Horowitz should be in over Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> That's- Bret Hart's such a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He might be... He's worse that I'm gonna say it. He's worse than Putin. You think Bret Hart is worse than Putin because he thinks Barry Horowitz should be in the Hall of Fame over Goldberg. Over Goldberg. Yeah, and I don't like Goldberg. I mean, put Barry come Horowitz in. He he was there forever. Yeah, comrade Bret. Look at the fucking mullet. Oh, oh exactly. He did the bat. Yeah. He used to also Horowitz come out with the Jewish star on his tights, but not here. Yeah. Is he gonna is he gonna sustain an eleven minute match? God, you didn't have to dive through the ropes and oversell. I don't Barry know. Har- horrible wits. Oh, God, that damn. was an awful suplex, but I mean that, they should have pushed 
Barry Horowitz straight to the moon after this match. They should have because he's actually doing a really good job. He should sleep with Sonny right in the ring right now. Add insult to injury. Just fuck her inside the ring? Yeah. How old was she there? She had to be in her 20s, I would think. She's in her 50s? Yeah. I thought she was still in her 40s for some reason. Damn it. Damn it. I mean, she's got to be at least 10 years older than us. I mean, we were in 95. We were like 49. So she's only nine years old. She was. So if we were like 14, so she was 23. 23. Yeah. We could have. We could have had a chance. Oh yeah, she would definitely want to want to fuck a 15 year old back in 95. I mean, I've seen Stranger Things. I have too. That's a good show. <laughs> Didn't Justin incredible talk about Chris Candido? He, he talked Tammy, about how uh, he, he wanted to fuck him, right? No. Sonny wanted to fuck Justin Credible while right, Chris yeah. Candido was like in the uh, next room or something. Cool. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. If I was uh, Justin Credible, I would have done it. I would have, too. <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking even thought twice. I would just be like, it, do you think he's going to come in? No? Okay, let's do it. They're like, guess what? I don't care if he does. Right? Yeah. Better you don't to say no for, to something that, like that. Better to ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. Yes. Is that right? Is that the first? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or is it the opposite? Better to ask for forgiveness than beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Yeah. And I would have said, YOLO. I'd have been like, fuck your girlfriend. And you can't teach that. You didn't just fucking quote Enzo. That's what I would do if I begged Carmelo. Corey Graves looks like a tool bag. He does look like a tool bag. I fucking hate him. That was the worst fucking... Was that a fish drop? I don't know, but like, was Chris Candido really that good? I don't even remember. Was Chris Candido in shape? I mean, he was in not in bad shape. But he doesn't look like he's in great shape that he would be a body donus. No. I think Harry, Barry Horowitz is in better shape. Yeah, Barry Horowitz, except for the mullet. Ref should have broke the count. He grabbed a rope. Come on, guy. Earl Hebner. You don't verbally taunt Barry Horowitz. The guy in the, the front row, the second row looks like Cochise. Where? He's got, he looks, he kind of looks like he's in witness protection right there. The glasses, sunglasses behind Hebner. Oh, he's yeah. got a lot of hair. If he beat him with a shoulder block, he would have He looks like, uh, like Frank Zappa. Come on, show him. Oh, sunset flip. I see the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, what they said, didn't Chris Candido dive like some weird shit like he had like a flu? Something like that, yeah. Or like uh, a blood clot or some shit. No, pneumonia, right? That? Let's not say he was born in Edison. Was he? He died in New Brunswick at thirty three, pneumonia. Then his brother said that he died of a blood clot as a complication of surgery. Then his brother said that he did didn't die from a blood clot, but from acute pneumonia. And then CM Punk, you know, was like, I had a clot in my elbow after surgery, and it could have killed me like a blood clot killed Candido. Like, CM Punk, shut the fuck up. Do you like his butt? <laughs> He's got a very firm buttocks. It's He's a, got a very thick, thick caboose. It's a buddy Donis. <laughs> a booty Donis? A booty Donis. It's amazing they didn't push Barry Horowitz to the moon after this. He's doing great, right? 
Yeah. He's actually in better shape now than he was back then. Jerry Horowitz. Jerry Jerry Horowitz. Jerry. He was at WrestleMania weekend. Of course he was. Who is that? Is that who's that? That's Hakushi. Why is he coming out again? Why does he got a lampshade on his head? A walk. Why does he got an upside down walk on his head? Fucking ratings coming out and shit. This guy Hakushi was a big deal back then. He was supposed to be. He feuded with Bret Hart for a while. He looks like fucking what's his name? One of the Kayatai guys. No, it's not him. What? You suck, Hakushi. That was just to distract him? Yes, and Barry Horowitz won his only match ever. But not cleanly. Hakushi became president of Michinoku Pro Wrestling. Michinoku? Yeah, Michinoku. How bad was the WWE roster in 95 that they had to have a match with Barry Horowitz? Was Duke the Dumpster was after this or before or same time this time right so, was right he ninety three yeah. yeah was he a champ Duke no I don't think so but he wasn't he like their biggest their big name at the time he was one of their bigger names Duke the Dumpster I wonder what he's doing I know he's like around yeah he's always around I think he does indie shows Gangrel just did an indie show of course he did Gangrel's not doing anything else he did the Impaler oh Tengill. Oh, Todd. Fucking Scott and Todd. What a piece of shit. I love those earrings. Yeah, I bet you do. I'm going to I'm gonna buy them. What would you do if I got my ears pierced and wore those earrings? Well, your ears used to be pierced. Yeah, if I re-pierced them. Um, I wouldn't think anything. I'd be like, oh, okay, Vinny's just coming into his own. He's having a midlife crisis. You see, like, you like Todd Pettengill's uh, earrings? I hated Todd Pettengill. You love him. What if Todd Pettengill and Scott Shannon wrestled a evening gown hardcore match? Well, Scott Shannon hasn't really been with Todd Pettengill for a long time. That's even more of a reason for them to fight. Alexandra, please. Medusa. I loved her when I was like a kid for some reason. I did too. Probably because she was the only woman. Yeah, that guy, he's all porn. Are we up. watching this match? We're not watching this match, are we? No, we can fast forward. Uh, kiss my foot match. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. I, I couldn't put my foot in my mouth if someone tried to bend it either. Do you remember when Mankind I, used to take his sock off and put yeah. it through the mandible claw? Yeah. I would. If somebody, though, it tried to bend my foot into my mouth, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. I would die. Look at this. Look at, look at him. Wait, what happened? Why did it just fade off like that? Oh. The x-ray drill sergeant. Yeah, look yeah, at like, because he's got a drill. Was he supposed to be, like, Sid with that hair? They have, I think that's actually what his hair looks like, but... He's got none anymore. You know what's really crazy to me? That he wore a mask that had hair attached to it? Yeah, like, why... It's just like... First of all, you had it for a while where you had no mask... Just yeah. grow your hair back. And now it's brown. What the fuck is he wearing on his face? He's wearing the the, the, the dentist uh, you love glasses. They, they, make it, they have to make up his teeth every match to look rotted. You think those are his real teeth? No. And then, you know, I'm not trying to say anything about current companies, but if your gimmick's being a dentist, it's pretty fucking lame. Just like, why? Why aren't you trying to say anything about current company? Like, what? What? I'm not a dentist. No companies. 
Oh, companies. His music you know, was a drill. That's what, that's what his music was. You know, don't you think being a dentist is a, a lame gimmick? It is. It's a fucking terrible gimmick. Almost as bad as being a hitman that wears hot pink. Like, no one would see you. What if, the, what if he was uh, killing somebody in an area that had hot pink? There's just a pink place. A pink place. We're just going, everything's pink. Yeah, uh, like, uh... Hey, Brett, the hitman, I need you to go kill someone for me, but you have to make sure everything's pink. Well, it's so funny that you should say that, because everything I own is pink. Hey, did you just hear what he said? I'm going to knock a hole through you this big. Tooth fairy. Call him the tooth fairy? Yeah. What's that have to do with anything? You're going to answer the excellence of execution. I don't care if you're a dentist. What? What? Well, right now he's not a dentist. He's a wrestler. Oh, fuck Bret Hart, you piece of dog shit. Isaac Gankum just looks like tall Barry Horowitz to me. Yeah, that's all he is. It's just tall, not as Jewish Barry Horowitz. Are those supposed to be scrubs? They've had Jerry Lawler on Raw the last couple weeks. Jerry Lawler sucked as an announcer. He was good because of of Jim Ross, but he sucked as an announcer. His fucking announcing and his jokes are fucking the worst. Thanks for being here, Jerry. Jesus Christ, Jerry, you're fucking terrible. He's fucking awful. But so he's obviously in the anti Bret Hart shit, right? Yes. So you must love him. I do. Uh, Jerry Law is my favorite. He looks like Howdy Doody now, though. He does. He's had so much fucking plastic surgery to try to change his face because he raped a 15-year-old. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Has Bret Hart gone to the second turnbuckle yet? Not yet. Has he gone to the top rope yet? He's never gone to the top rope. He did once, I think. When he, he was wearing like, the Piper. Yeah. Oh, my God. You almost fucking Ooh. broke your neck. You know, it's funny. Bret Hart's hair always looked very stringy. Yeah. And now it just looks very strokey. Waka waka! Second of her buckle, there you go. His patented fucking oh, stupid elbow. I fucking hate Bret Hart. I hate everything about him and his fucking vagina. He's got a vagina. Vagina. Bret Hart has a vagina. Vagina. You know what? Yeah. It's the best vagina there is, the best vagina there was, and the best vagina there ever will be. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. How, how do you know? Have you ever entered Bret Hart's excellence of execution vagina? Vagina. Excellence of sexecution? Glenn Jacobs, this poor guy, he comes in as Isaac Gagum, then he's fake Diesel, and then they finally decide, oh, you're going to be Undertaker's brother. You've been here long enough. But, I mean, yeah. He had a Hall of Fame career after that. Yeah. Oh, no. That's why he was Isaac Yankum. Couldn't even fucking pick up Bret Hart. They don't do. The, nobody gets caught in the rope anymore because they actually tighten the ropes up since like the nineties. Is that good or bad for the wrestlers though? It's got to be bad. I mean, Mick Foley's ear got ripped off because the oh, he got caught yeah, between the, the ropes. Yeah, but is it like the one? Remember the one guy in uh, I don't know if it was AAA or just Lucha Libre or whatever in Mexico when Rey Mysterio did the six one nine and it killed him. Remember, I do like, remember he, that. The guy hit the rope and broke his neck and was dead before Rey Mysterio, like, 
did the six one nine. Ray Mysterio went over the top of him and realized. Yeah, he realized the draw. Was that? I don't know. If, I don't know. Is that Mike Kyoto? Is that the guy from uh, Lincoln Park? That's not Mike Kyoto from Lincoln Park. Isn't that his name? No, it's Mike Shinoda. Oh. <laughs> Is he going to do a Bronco Buster? I don't know, but Jerry Lawler just said, I don't get halitosis, I get heartitosis. What is that? Like, Bret Hart, heartitosis. Why did you just say a heart attack? Because he had one of those. He had multiple ones, didn't he? Yeah, one live on TV. So, did he dye his hair before this match? How the fuck should I know? He was blonde and was like, you know, I want something different for this match. I want scrubs that aren't scrubs, but they're like pajama pants. I want like pajama pants that kind of look like scrubs, and I don't want my hair to be bleach blonde. I want it to just be kind of blonde. <laughs> it's like Sandy. Well, he he walked the rope without grabbing his arm. He's actually better than old school. That's true. He's just Ask school. Just shul. He was Barry Horowitz. He'd be shul. There's one guy in the front row that's like really mad at him. He like keeps standing up and pointing at him. Like, you don't do that to Bret Hart. That's what they always do. They're just like fucking Bret Hart marks, man. Like you. That's probably you. Why is everyone wearing those things you wear in the front row? Because they're probably like fucking just didn't have a shirt to wear. And so they just bought whatever's at the fucking gift shop. That guy right there with the, the white tank top, that's the guy that's oh, at yeah. every fucking 1990 oh, yeah. pay-per-view. The glasses? Yeah. He's like the ball guy that's in the front row of every fucking pay-per-view now. This is a very long match for these two. Yeah. Were they pushing Isaac? They were pushing. They thought Isaac was going to be the big next thing. The dentist. Oh, he, he said thumbs up or thumbs down. Dude, you're fucking eight feet tall. You can literally reach the rope. Yeah, he, he his hand is actually under the rope. Oh, Lawler had to help. Get for doing that? I don't know, but I never understood why Lawler used to come out in the wrestling gear and then put his... All the time. All the time, then, he put his king coat on. <laughs> when he would come out in, like, the purple or the blue one when he got older, too, when he got fatter. Yeah. Just like, you're, like, 50 years old or 60 years old, and you're still coming out in fucking tights, and you're not wrestling. How And no shirt. It's like how I feel. I mean, not major league managers, but, like, not even – I guess high school, it's not that big of a deal, but, like, little league managers that dress up in the actual – Uniform. They make literally uniforms big enough for coaches to wear. No, like they get their own pants and they get the shirt. Well, I mean, there is technically a rule in baseball that if they run out of players, the manager could be activated. Can you imagine if, like, you were coaching little league and they ran out of players and you're like, "It's like Vinny. It's like in back to school. It's like Vinny. We need you. Get in here." I'd be like the guy from Benchwarmers, but the 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 license says. I am eight. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking throwing fastballs. (laughs) He's really fucking good. Imagine Buck Showalter having to be activated. Hey, get that cotton candy out of the way. What's with the giant cotton candy? It's like the second pay-per-view we watched with his cotton candy in the way. I love it. Why is this match still happening? Yeah, it's still on. Lawler's got like a skullet going on. He does. I... Really was not a fan of the whole Jerry Lawler Bret Hart feud. No, it was stupid. 
Especially because Lawler sucks. Who do you hate more, Lawler or Hart? I kind of hate them both. I wanted Bret Hart to win in that feud because I couldn't stand – like, there's nothing about Lawler that was ever good except for Andy Kaufman. And he just happened to pick, like, a ran- – I think he just picked a random guy. He just picked the top guy in the territory. Yeah. But he was never, like, nothing. And it was, what, the, the fucking 80s? It was only because Jerry Lawler owned the territory in Memphis, so that's the only reason why he was ever fucking champion. Yeah. It was pile driver. Oh, said Gerald Briscoe. Brett's a bitch. His head was wrapped in the ropes. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby. Poor Brett, baby. You big, big, big heart. There's your boy Gerald Briscoe t- attending to him. And there's senior referee uh, Tim White. I thought the Briscoe brothers were actually like Gerald Briscoe's kids or something. No, it's him and his brother. No, but I mean the new Briscoes. Oh, the Briscoes? No, those are just two homeless guys they found. <laughs> two hobos. Was Bret Hart dead? Yes. Oh, Bret Hart, look at how tough he is. You're a pussy. You suck. Fuck you. I'm going to lose to Yokozuna. Uh, cry about that. I'm going to cry about losing Bret Hart. I'm gonna cry that about happened getting- two years earlier. I'm going to cry against getting kicked by Goldberg. I'm going to cry against uh, my brother and the, the WWE and Vince screwed me and I spit on him and knocked him out and I'm so proud of myself because I knocked out a person who isn't a wrestler who didn't think I was going to punch him. All right, you ready for Diesel versus King Mabel? So pretty much everything that WWE did at this point, whatever your profession was, that was your theme music was a sound effect. Yes. This was a drill. Diesel was a truck horn. Duke the Dumpster was a truck backing up, I believe. Yeah, or garbage truck. Brett the Hitman. Hart was a guy sucking a cock. Barry Horowitz was the Jewish music. Yeah. Maybe I didn't even get an entrance. He's already in the ring. It's the main event. And he's the king. I would have marketed shit so good. Like, if I was a New Day, I would have, like, brought Mabel back. Even though he's dead, they'd be like, You want some pancakes? Well, you could have pancakes with some maple syrup. You already did that joke. I did? Yeah, it was. it's going to be on our food truck menu. That's what started the whole food truck menu thing maple syrup. It was maple versus Yokozuna in your house. Yokozuna. I remember Yokozuna. Yeah, that was the same fucking. That was the same conversation. Uh, I don't remember. You're starting to recycle, Vinny. Well, I'm drunk half the time, so... That's true. He held up Diesel's belt? He did. That's You're not supposed to do that. You're also not supposed to throw it on the mat, either. Disrespectful. I'm super shredded, motherfucker. Kevin Nash was your favorite wrestler of all time. Negative, sir. You loved it. You just have the. You just used to have pictures of diesel trucks on your wall because you couldn't afford a picture of diesel. I used to just take pictures of the gas pumps and that's a diesel. Yeah, you, your little disposable camera. You take pictures yeah. of the diesel pump. Wind it and I wind it up. I had the Polaroid. That's oh, fancy. You're a fancy man. Yeah, used to wave it around. You know, shake it like a Polaroid picture. I knew it was going down that road. Dude, Mabel was such a fat fuck. I bet you won't get that outfit. Do they make that outfit? I'll fucking get that outfit. No wonder you... they tighten the ropes. Look how fucking much the ropes bend when they're He's on. Fucking... 
Well, he's probably three something. Mabel's got to be 500 pounds plus. WWE Mabel ring gear. I'll, I'll wear that. You're going to wear that? Yeah, I'll wear it. You're not wearing that. You don't think I'd wear that? They don't make it. I can get that made. By who? I will contact somebody who does wrestling attire, and I will get that made. Who do you know who does wrestling attire? I don't, but I will find them. Ooh, where did it get the steel post? It's crazy that those posts were actually steel, and now they're aluminum. Yeah, they have the covering around them. What, now? Yeah, they have those, like, the, it's an yeah, aluminum have, cover. But they have the big rounds, like, Yeah, fucking... it's the pole in the middle, but it's, the, it's like that aluminum yeah. LED shit in the middle. Yeah. Big Daddy Cool. 90s were fun. Did the 90s suck? Um, no, the 90s didn't suck. The 90s were good. Wrestling-wise, the 90s sucked. I, let me rephrase that. 92-93 was great. And then 97-99 to 99 was great. Everything in the yeah, middle kind of sucked. 94-96 to 96 sucked. Kirk Cobain died, 94. That's the That's reason? Su- That's the reason. It, yes. That's the reason the entire three years sucks. Because Kurt Cobain died in 94? Yeah, because then music kind of sucked. Wrestling kind of sucked. And then in 97 is when, like, 96, 97 is when, like, Limp Bizkit came out, Deftones, Korn. So everything started going back normal. And then WCW had the New World Order. So it's all related. Relative? Yes. Wait, Doc Hendricks is doing... so your basis, Ryan. Yes. Your basis, not the whole world's, obviously, just in Ryan's world, is that '94 through '96 sucked because Kurt Cobain died, and he was yes. the fucking butterfly in the butterfly effect that made three years just suck. I I, I get Vince liked big guys, but Mabel was just a fat fuck. I get that Vince likes big guys too, but most of them suck. Yeah, like you had Andre, he was good. King Kong Buddy was good. Yeah. John, Big John Stubb was good. Yeah. Oh, Mabel knocked the ref out of the ring. Oh, poor Earl Hebner. And like, almost sucks. But Braun Strowman's good. Yeah, it's like, it's like every other big guy he gets is good. Mm-hmm. Like, Mabel, Mabel lived in a world, and he's he graduates high school, or doesn't graduate high school, I don't know. But he sat there and goes, what am I going to do in my life? And they're like, well, you're like seven feet tall and 450 pounds, 500 pounds. Why don't you be a professional wrestler? He's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. And it worked out for me. Yeah. Who the fuck's coming in the ring? What, what is going on? Oh, Who's boy. coming in the ring? Lex Luger? Oh, for fuck's sake. He's still there at this point? Why is Wait. He... Wait. Wait. He went to go what? help. He went to help Diesel and Diesel clotheslines him he... out of the ring. Wait. Was he really going to help Diesel? Why would he be helping Mabel? <laughs> but why would he come out when the Diesel's beating them both up? Was that actually Lex Luger? Like, you only saw him for a split second. Yeah, Diesel was getting beat up by both of them. He comes out, and then Diesel attacks him. And that then he even said, like, fun. oh, he must have thought that was Mo." This is horrible. Why are all those people wearing the same t-shirt? They just went to the gift shop. Which gift shop? There's a gift shop? Yeah. Gift shop, hey? Oh, Luger's back. He's still helping Diesel, even though oh, Diesel no, just. But why is he helping? Living, 
he he's living the fucking American gimmick so much he's wearing an American flag shirt. To bring Mabel to the back. Mo. Oh. What, Earl? Mabel's special move was a belly-to-belly suplex. It wasn't a suplex. It was a belly-to-belly just fall. Flop. Oh, God. Uh, he's, going to the, he's going to the second rope, and they're throwing oh, garbage in the ring. He's not jackknifing his ass. There's no way. No, there's no way. As much as I used to love Vince McMahon on commentary, you listen to it now, and that high-pitched voice was so fucking annoying. He's going to turn it around. Jesus, going to the He's going to give him a big boot, right? Clothesline? Well, that was not oh. a clothesline. Elbow? All, all Hebner is just getting fucked up here. If he beats him with a, a fucking elbow from the second rope. He oh. beat him for, with an elbow from the second rope. What the fuck? It looked like he was going to get his foot under the rope, right? Yeah. It looked like he was about to kick out. Do you think this is one of Kevin Nash's favorite matches ever? Ever. He's like, uh, name your most memorable match. Uh, me versus King Mabel, SummerSlam 95. <laughs> we had to follow up to Shawn Michaels' Razor Ramon match. Just some... And the- Lex Luger came out for the sole purpose of taking Mo out of the match. And getting clotheslined by Diesel. But why? He came to help Diesel, but Diesel fucked him up. And then he took Mo out of the, out of the equation. Was he going to feud with Mo? Lex Luger versus Moe at fucking Survivor Series. That's a match that should have happened. Why did Lex Luger come out? Flex. Flex. Why did Diesel attack him when he was obviously going there to help him? Oh, and it just ends? Does oh. Lex Luger ever face Diesel? No, Lex Luger left. And did he take his American flag shirt with him? He did. He t- took his American flag tucked into his... Tight Levi like, jeans. There's like Sean, you took your ball and you went home. Lex, you took your American flag shirt and went to WCW. You fucking asshole. All right, buddy. All right, well, uh, Vinny, where can you find you and this podcast? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Vinny Violence. You can find me on Twitter at. Vin Frontface L-O-K. You could find us on our store if you want to buy any merchandise. Why are you flicking that light? I'm oh. shutting it off. Well, you could find us on our store if you want to buy any merchandise at uh, zazzle.com zazzle.com slash store slash frontface podcast. You can also uh, find us, our podcast on Spotify, Anchor.fm Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Ryan, where can you find you? You find me on Twitter at ObsoleteMule256 and this show on Twitter at FrontFaceLock. Instagram and Facebook at FrontFaceLock Podcast. TikTok at FrontFaceLockPodcast.com. All right, so, FrontFaceLock Podcast. We are sponsored by Lucky 13 Beard Company. And uh, that's about it. Vinny? Face. Face. <laughs> Scratch Modi. Um, all right. Well, I guess I will see you then. Uh, zip it up. Zip it up. All right. Zippy doo doo. Goodbye. See you then, or I'll see you another time. See. What? What? All right. Uh, later, dudes. S you in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. <laughs>